The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now offering a weekend basketball bonus. Place four $50 basketball bets. And regardless of outcome, you'll get a $50 free bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free or paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and all of our free podcasts. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter. That's at SGP Soccer, at SGP Soccer. Also follow the Twitter account for BetMUFC. The BetMUFC podcast will be the exclusive place where I'll be covering the game between Manchester United and Tottenham. The Twitter account is at BetMUFC. That's at BetMUFC. To get my additional content, head over to LockBetting.com. The Twitter account for LockBetting.com is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. If you look at the pin tweet, that will be the PL for the month of February. February was our 105th month in a row of transparent track profit. That means we are just three months away from saying we haven't had a single losing month in sports betting for nine years. If you go to the pin tweet at the at LockBetting.com Twitter account, you can see the month of February. And if you go to the bottom of the spreadsheet, you'll see little tags. They'll say things like football, tennis, NBA, NFL, etc. Click the one that says PL, because that will mean you can go look at all of the previous PLs and you can do your due diligence and see if this is the right service for you. Look at the type of plays that we do. And if you're happy with what you see, Sign up and come aboard the journey for month number 106. You can see all of the members' comments underneath all of the P&L spreadsheets. If there was any plays taken off the spreadsheet that I put out and they weren't on there, the members would notice. If there were plays added that weren't really put out, the members would notice. There's no way to run. There's no place to hide. This is completely transparent and tracked. And I use the Patreon site to do that. That's the good thing about Patreon. The negative thing about Patreon is as soon as you sign up, you are billed for that month. So even though you've missed 11 days in the month of March, you'll still be billed for the month of March. So don't wait until the 15th or the 20th and get less out of this month. Get as much as you possibly can by signing up now. And there's still plenty of stuff this month. We've got loads of college basketball. We've got NBA every single night. We're making money in that sport. We're making money in the NHL. We're making money on tennis. We're making money in boxing, UFC. You know 
know what we do in soccer. There's domestic soccer, there's Champions League, there's Europa League, and there's WWE WrestleMania at the end of the month. So tons of content still to come this month. So come aboard, come aboard the journey, try and be a part of month number 106 and head over to lockbetting.com this weekend. Moving on with this weekend's EPL card, we begin with a game that starts at 7.30am East, 12.30pm UK time, and it's Liverpool's trip to Brighton. Liverpool coming off a loss against Inter Milan, a very, very rare loss. And I think they'll be looking to bounce back here against Brighton. They are the one to two favourites to do so. It's seven to two on the draw and it's 11 to two on Brighton. Now, this is a weird thing. Liverpool haven't beaten Brighton in their last three games, but I kind of disregard that here because Brighton are in pretty poor form coming into this game. Liverpool were upset last time by Inter Milan but that was a rare loss. They've been in really really good form and I look for them to bounce back here against the Brighton team who has lost four straight games. And if you've lost four straight games and you've only scored one goal in those four games like Brighton have, I think Liverpool have got a very good chance of covering a minus one Asian handicap line. Now, with the Asian handicap line, as you guys know by now, if you draw or lose, or if your team draws or loses, you obviously lose this selection. If they win by two or more, you win this selection. If they win by exactly one, that is a push. But I'm not too worried about that. Liverpool have won their last seven league games, and five of those were accompanied by clean sheets. And a clean sheet here would aid us. And that's not a massively far-fetched expectation, as Brighton have failed to score in three of their last four games, lost all of them, and they haven't scored in each of their last two at home. So I like Liverpool here to get back on track. I'm going to disregard the fact they haven't won the last three games against Brighton because prior to that, they were beating Brighton consistently and comfortably. And all of a sudden, they've had a little bit of a dip in their last two meetings, including a 2-2 draw earlier on in the season at Anfield. I think they get the job done here on Saturday morning. So I'm going to take Liverpool minus one on the Asian handicap line. And that one is available for you at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. Up next, we have a relegation six-pointer here between Brentford and Burnley, where Brentford, off the back of getting themselves back on track last week by beating Norwich, are the 5-4 to favourites. It's 11-5 on the draw, and it's 13-5 to here on Burnley. Difficult game to call because Brentford were in horrible form, and it did look like teams like... Newcastle and Burnley were going to catch them. Newcastle certainly have. They look completely safe. But Burnley are still hovering around that relegation zone. Leeds have now been sucked into that as well. I think it's pretty clear to me that Watford and Norwich are going to go down. And then they're going to go down with one of either Burnley, Leeds or Brentford. But I think Brentford could get themselves well out of the conversation with a win here. And I'm going to lean on Brentford getting that win here in this one. Burnley have suffered six defeats on the road this season, and that includes losses to three of the sides directly above them. Brentford have won two of their three home meetings against sides below them, and Burnley have lost by two goals in all but one of their away defeats. So not only have they lost, they've been losing badly. They haven't been travelling well this season. Brentford turned up last week, and I think Burnley are playing at a bad time. I think they would have got confidence from that. I think they'll see this as a cup final and a must-win game, and a win that can get them out of the relegation conversation and I fancy Brentford after their win last week and especially with Ivan
Ivan Tony back. I think a lot of the poor results they had, that bad run that put them back into relegation contention was without Tony. He's a key player. This is a 30, 40 million pound valued striker. And obviously you're going to miss him if you're a side like Brentford. On the, also, they had Christian Eriksen playing last week and he got through the game. And obviously, if he can be anywhere near his best, he's going to be a key player. And I just think that Brentford somehow managed to get it done. This isn't a strong play. This isn't a strong lean. This isn't going to be the lock at the end of the show. But I have to pick every game. And in this one, I'm going to take Brentford on the money line to pick up the win here against Burnley. We move on to Sunday now because we're not covering the Manchester United game on here. That is the late game on Saturday. Lots of games on Sunday because the EPL had some games to catch up with on Thursday. So all of these games have been moved to to Sunday. We begin with Chelsea at home to Newcastle. Chelsea are the one to three favourites. It's 17 to four on the draw and it's 19 to two here on Newcastle. I spoke about the Chelsea situation on the last podcast and that situation has changed a lot since the last show. It actually changed immediately after I finished recording, put it out and it changed the next morning. Now, I could elaborate on what's happened, but I'm not going to bother because it means dipping your toe into politics. We had some people complaining about that segment on the show, the extra 20 minutes that I did. So we actually had people complaining that I did extra work even though I outlined in the description that that would be on the show. And it was very clear that we were going to talk about that first and that the picks would come later on in the show. And we still did the picks and we swept the entire show. Like that was a 5-0 and show if you include the lock with Tottenham. So it was a 5-0 and midweek slate. Yet people still complained that I addressed the Chelsea situation. So I don't know what that's about, but I'm going to refrain from talking about it. There's no benefits for me to discuss it. I'm just going to move on with breaking down this game. But obviously, obviously, you have to factor in that situation because this team aren't allowed to spend their own money at the moment. So that's obviously going to be a major distraction to the players. The players want to leave. The players want to stay. Does Tuchel want to leave? Does Tuchel want to stay? We'll talk a little bit about that over at BetMUFC because I would love him to be the next Manchester United manager. And we know Ralph Ragnick's moving upstairs and he has a relationship with Tuchel. So we'll get into that over at BetMUFC. Here, I think it's very difficult to take Chelsea to win at this price. And Newcastle are banging form as well at the moment as well. I like them to be able to score a goal here. And we're getting plus money on both teams to score at 6 to 5 plus 120. I think there's some significant value in that play. Both teams have scored in seven of Chelsea's last 10 competitive home games and Newcastle have scored in each of their last nine Premier League matches. So I don't need to say any more about it. I think Newcastle are going to be competitive here. No value on Chelsea at this price, given what's going on with the club, but definite value on both teams to score at a price of 6 to 5 plus 120. Up next, we look at the game here between Everton and Wolves, where Everton are the 5-4 favourites. It's 11-5 on the draw, and it's 9-4 on Wolves. Everton have been pretty decent at home so far under Frank Lampard, but these two teams coming into this off the back of Wolves winning 4-0 and Everton losing 5-0. So it's very, very difficult to take Everton just because they're at home. So I'm going to take Wolves to avoid a defeat at the price of 4-6, to six, minus 150. Everton have lost 8 of their last 10 Premier League games. Wolves have won 4 of their last 6 league away games. And 5 of Wolves' 7 away wins this season have seen the other team not score a goal. So 
I think this could be a very, very tight game. And if someone nicks it, I would give the edge to Wolves rather than Everton, who have lost 11 of their last 14 games. And Wolves have scored first in five of their last six Premier League away games as well. And I think the first goal could be key here if this one is tight and cagey. It's just very difficult for me to take Everton. So I'm going to take Wolves to avoid a defeat. So Wolves on the double chance market of 4-6 to six minus 150. Up next, we look at the game between Leeds and Norwich. This is another six-pointer. I think it's um, vital that Leeds win this game. Otherwise, they really are going to be in deep, deep trouble. As for Norwich, as I said, I think they're already down. Leeds are the three to five favourites to get that win. The first win under Jesse Marsh. It's 16 to five on the draw and it's 19 to four here on Norwich. I do think that Leeds will win this game and there is zero statistical data to support that selection. The only data that there would be is how bad Norwich are. Now, Norwich did have a little bit of an up period where it looked like they they could get out of this or at least have a say. I think that's gone out of the window at the moment with their recent form. And as I said, very, very simply, if Leeds don't win this game, they are in major, major trouble this season. I do think they win it. Uh, There's nothing more to say. We'll take Leeds at the price of three to five to get the win here in this one. Up next, we have Southampton at home to Watford, where Southampton are the four to six minus one fifty favourites. It's three to one on the draw, and it's nineteen to four Watford. Southampton have been in really, really good form as of late, and they suffered a rare home defeat against Newcastle, and it took a wonder goal to beat them. So I think this is a really, really good bounce back spot against a really, really bad Watford team. Southampton have won twenty six of the last thirty nine home clashes against promote promoted sides. Um, Watford have lost 12 of 16 clashes with top half sides, which is what Southampton are. And Southampton have won their last three meetings with Watford. So I think there's strong, strong data here. And obviously, Southampton are the better team. Watford are in free for all. Roy Hodgson coming in instead of Ranieri isn't going to work. I don't think Ranieri was the right appointment. I don't think Hodgson's the right appointment. I think Watford are going down with Norwich. And uh, I think Southampton get themselves back on track off the back of a rare home defeat here. So Southampton to win this game at 4-6, minus 150 on the money line. Up next, we look at the game here between West Ham and Aston Villa, where West Ham are the 11-8 favourites. It's 23-10 on the draw, and it's 2-1 here on Villa. Villa got themselves a nice win away to Leeds, whereas West Ham had to go and play in the Europa League. They're just coming back from Sevilla. And they'll also be looking ahead to the second leg as well. I think this is a very good chance for Villa to get a shocking away win, which will essentially end West Ham's chances of the top four. I'm going to take Aston Villa here on the double chance market to avoid a defeat. But I also like taking Aston Villa here as a pick, uh, as an underdog here to win the game. So this pushes if it's a draw, but you win it if Villa win and you also cash on the double chance line as well. Villa have won the last three games and they've won them to nil. And West Ham have lost their last three games and face a crunch European tie on Thursday and are coming back from Seville as well. So I think Aston Villa can definitely get something from this game. I'm going to take him on a double chance market at 46 minus 150. And I'm going to take him here as a pick as well at the price of 6 to 5 plus 120. As I don't think West Ham will win this game sandwiched in between their European commitments and Villa in very good form going into this one as well. Up next, we look at the game between Arsenal and Leicester, where Arsenal are the 4-9 to favourites to pick up the win. 
It's three to one on the draw, and Leicester are the twenty-three to four underdogs here. I like Leicester to get something from this game, and there's there's no data to really support it. Leicester have had a little bit of a resurgence as of late, so I guess there could be data from from that. Leicester haven't conceded a goal in their last three, and Arsenal come into this with no losses in five, but also without a clean sheet in their last three. Both teams have won their last four, so they're both in form. But I just think Leicester are a very different team with Jamie Vardy back in the side. They've already pretty much got through in the Europa Conference League. I don't think they need to look ahead to the game against Wren, especially when they beat them in the first leg 2-0 by resting players as well. Leicester are also a little bit of a bogey team for Arsenal. Leicester have won three of the last seven games against Arsenal. And if you look back a little bit further as well, they've won four of the last nine. Now, Arsenal have also won four as well, and they've drawn one. But Leicester have done well coming to the Emirates. In their last two games, Leicester have got a draw and a win back in October 2020. Arsenal have won the last two games against Leicester, but as I said prior to that, they haven't got great results always against Leicester and they notoriously struggle against Jamie Vardy. He struggled so much, they tried to sign him a couple of times in the past. So I think although Vardy's not 100% yet and he's just come back, he showed he could be a major difference maker when he came on against Burnley, getting a goal and an assist. And I think with a, another week of training behind him, I think Jamie Vardy could be more influential in this game. And even if he isn't, Leicester have a lot of other good players. And these players were going through the motions for a period in this season. And Brendan Rodgers called them out. And since then, we have seen a reaction from Leicester. This is a team that should easily be in the top half. This is a team that should definitely be among the Europa League places. And I just think that they'll give Arsenal some problems here on Sunday. I also don't think that this Arsenal team have got fourth place wrapped up. Some people are talking about it like it's all wrapped up and how well Arteta's done and how well Arsenal did to stay with him and not make the decision to sack him. But it's not over yet. This is Arsenal. I think Tottenham are bang in it. I think Antonio Conte's capable of getting a run together. I don't necessarily feel the same way about Manchester United. At this point in time, I do think it's between Tottenham and Arsenal. And I'll talk more about that over on BetMUFC. But for me, it's not done. I don't think Arsenal are there yet. I think West Ham are out of it. I think Wolves are out of it. I even think my own team, Manchester United, could be out of it unless we win this weekend. And if we do win this weekend, then that puts a that puts a big doubt over Tottenham being in it. That's probably the result that Arsenal want because they'll feel that when they play Manchester United at the Emirates that they can beat us. And um, that's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens. Maybe the best result for Arsenal is a draw, but obviously they need to take care of their own business. They have some very, very difficult fixtures coming up, which is why I say it isn't over. They've got to play against Man United. They've got to go away to Tottenham. They've got to play Liverpool in midweek. So this is not over. And these are the type of games that have in the past been banana skins for Arsenal. And I do like Leicester to get something from this game at the massive price of of 13 to 8. So Leicester on the double chance market here, I think would be a good way to play this. I also like both teams to score here in this one between Arsenal and Leicester. The last game we're looking at here on Sunday, because the final game from the EPL slate is actually on Monday with Crystal Palace 
hosting the league leaders Manchester City. And by that time, Manchester City could be once again just three points ahead of Liverpool. So it's key for these teams to continue winning. City, by winning this game, can then make it six points again. But then Liverpool can make it back down to three points again because they play in midweek. That is their game in hand. So we are getting closer to this Man City-Liverpool game. And as I said, neutrals want this to be as close as possible. City are the one to three favourites to do their part by winning this game against Palace. It's nine to two on the draw. And it's nine to one on Crystal Palace. It's always hard to to find supporting data for anything in the Manchester City games, but I just feel that Manchester City will win this game. They they had a game in midweek, which was a rare night off. They didn't score any goals, had a nil-nil draw against Sporting Lisbon, but they won the first leg 5-0. So basically, this was just a training exercise. They managed to rest a lot of their key players. And I think a fresh Manchester City come in and win this game and cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap, especially against the Crystal Palace team that beat Manchester City in the Etihad earlier on this season. So for that reason alone, I think Manchester City are going to have extra motivation here, even more than the fact that Liverpool, I think, will be within three points of them after their win against Brighton on Saturday. So very, very simply, I think City will win this game and I think they'll cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line. And that selection is available at even money here for the final game on the slate, which is Manchester City travelling to Crystal Palace. Now, We have more midweek fixtures in the EPL. I talked about Liverpool playing in midweek. That is a huge, huge game for the top four and for the title. That happens on Wednesday night. We also have Brighton versus Tottenham, Everton versus Newcastle and Wolves versus Leeds. And we'll be looking at at those games in the midweek edition of the EPL show. Closing out with the lock here on this show. I was torn between the lock I'm going to give out and a chalky parlay taking the top two to win this weekend because Manchester City coming off basically what is a rest because they didn't play their full players in midweek and Liverpool coming off that loss against Inter Milan. I feel that both of these two teams will get wins this weekend. So I was thinking about parlaying that together. But I'm actually going to go with Liverpool minus one. I actually like the fact they haven't beaten Brighton for for three games. And I feel that this is a very, very good spot to take them. Brighton are just playing very badly at the moment. Haven't won in four games. In fact, they've lost four straight games. And they've only scored once in the last four. And coming up against this Liverpool team that score as freely as they do. And are motivated by the title challenge. Charge. They're getting themselves back in the title charge. I don't think they're going to let it slip now. Coming away to Brighton here, not always the easiest place to go, but Brighton aren't the same team that they were at the start of the season. At the start of the season, you're looking at Brighton and going, oh my God, if they just had a couple more players, if they just had someone that could put the ball in the back of the net, they could challenge for the Champions League places. That's how well they were playing and they were drawing a lot of games that they should have won. Now that really isn't the case. They've had a massive dip lost four straight games, have only scored one goal. And I think this is a really good time for Liverpool to play them and taking Liverpool off a loss. I don't think Liverpool are going to fail to win two games in a row. So I'm going to take Liverpool minus one as your lock here on the Asian handicap line at the price of 10 to 11 minus 110. That's it for me in this edition of the EPL show. Good luck of all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.